she's an amazing guy ni. She's not of the same religion as me. And mm. the minute she saw the report, she told me that, you know, um, God chose you to have her. Mm. She said that, and I just I was blank. I don't know what to think. Mm. She said that you know, this is not genetic. This is not hereditary. Mm-hmm. This is not something that you didn't eat an extra vitamin or you yeah. or something that you didn't do during the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's just God chose you to be her parent. Hey everyone and welcome back to the Good Life Podcast. My name is Noor. And I'm Izzy Wahid. Thank you so much for being a listener wanting to consciously learn, grow and invest in yourself and your future. Thank you so much for your beautiful words of love and support for our channel. Yep. Uh, <laughs> sometimes you just zone out. Uh, but, you know, um, we are absolutely thankful and grateful for all of your support. Um, you know, we just want to be able to touch people's lives and inspire them through our episodes um, and the sharing from our amazing guests that we invite uh, on our different episodes. And what I'm thankful is that we get a chance to do this and we have people who truly support us, uh, like our sponsors. And we also really, truly appreciate, of course, our listeners, because without our listeners, we would be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much, our dear listeners. We truly appreciate you being here with us today, you know, week after week. And thank you so much for allowing us to serve you in this beautiful and meaningful way. Yeah. And, you know, in today's episode, we have a special guest on the show. She is a renowned MediaCorp Surya artist, influencer and entrepreneur of a spa boutique called Spa by Norfasari, which is an all-ladies mother and daughter spa, which she started in 2011 and the latest business venture an aesthetic spa which we started called Moza Aesthetics specializing in amazing facial treatments for their customers she's also married to the professional national football star by Haki with three beautiful kids and you know we are truly honored and happy to have our beautiful guest Nora Fasari Thank you. Alhamdulillah. Assalamualaikum. Waalaikumsalam. <laughs> Thank Hello. you for spending yeah. your time with us. Yeah. Yes. I know you're very busy. I'm very honoured to be here, actually. Yes. I'm very, very honoured. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Sorry, The first time I think that I saw you on TV, it was the show Dua Kali Madon. <laughs> wow. That's a long Which time ago. I think it's the year before I got married in probably 2005 to 2007. Wow. Wow. How old was I? Uh, 2008. Yeah. <laughs> Figure out how old we all are, okay? Yes. Yeah, I, love, I love that show. I remember watching it with my mom and you know how you played the character. Uh, it was so funny and so entertaining. I remember I will always try to like mimic you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, for yourself, you know, I followed you on like, you know, social media and you have such a beautiful family. MashaAllah. Right? Beautiful family, married to, you know, such a beautiful husband as well, amazing husband. And you have three kids. Yes. Yeah, yeah, alhamdulillah. Really and I'm done with that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have another one. <laughs> we were comparing our numbers. I said, I have four. You should have four. She said, no, I'm done. Said, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like in today's episode, right, we want to deep dive into the topic of family. Okay. Right? Um, particularly with your beautiful daughter, Moza. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, 
can you share with us, um, you know, your experience um, at the gynae appointment when, you know, you found out about um, your daughter, Moza? Okay, so um, at that point of time, I was, um, because we were residing in Indonesia, mm-hmm. we were, I was following my husband. He was uh, playing for a club in Indonesia. And we came back um, just to do the, um, probably the CT scan. So I had the first one who is about, at that time, Mika was just about two years, uh, no, one year plus. Mm-hmm. So I got pregnant with Moza, a baby girl. And we are all very excited. And um, it was six. Um, it was the six months city scan. Yeah. City scan. Sorry, mm-hmm. city scan is probably um, something that uh, it's a thorough checkup mm-hmm. where you can. It's a very detailed scan, I would say, yeah, yeah. Yeah. that you can see everything. Mm-hmm. So we, it, it was in the morning and my, my husband just got back from the national team. And then we say, OK, let's go and see her, you know. And, um, you know, we have the monthly checkup. So everything was okay until that, um, that on that particular day, um, I would say the, the doctor that did, skid, did the scan on my tummy. We mm-hmm. were just were so excited. There's only two of us. And then he, she was um, really doing the normal thing. And then she paused, you know, and then I turned and then I look at her. Uh, and then I, I look at her and ask her, uh, is there anything wrong? And then she said, um, she just keep quiet and she, she keep on like, you know, they were just like on your, on your tummy, she was just mm. like, keep on pressing, you know, like mm. yeah. something is not right, you know. And then when I, and then when she's done, she's she actually practically turned the screen to me and then she said that, um, okay, let's see your baby today. Um, she's perfectly fine. She, her liver is, um, there's liver there. Uh, you know, the heart is okay. Looks mm-hmm. good. The spine, you can see the spine. Mm. Uh, two eyes, you know, um, nose, everything is okay. Um, and then she goes to the leg and then she said, two legs, you can see the fingers because it's really, it's very detailed. You can yeah. actually see toes and, and all that. Mm. And then she went on to left hand and then she said, that there are five fingers, you know, hand. And then she said that, um, but I, I couldn't locate her right hand and forearm. Mm. She said that. And then, um, because at that point of time, we are not sure what, what, what is it, you know? And then I, I look at her and I start saying, you know, what, what do you mean you can't locate? And then she said that it's missing. It's not there. It's mm-hmm. just a stump. Mm. You can practically see a stump on the scan. Mm. So... She, I started crying and then she said that, you know, I need a second opinion. So she quickly get out of the room mm-hmm. and called another doctor. Mm. So when there were just two of us, you know, I started wailing and crying. I said that, oh my God, anak kita tak ada tangan. Mm. I know I said that. I said that, tangan dia kodong. Mm. You know, I used mm. the word kodong at that mm-hmm. point of mm-hmm. time. And I said that, um... What what gonna happen? You know what, what is this? You know what am I having? I mean, I have a perfectly fine boy uh-huh. who is turning two, and then this is a girl, a girl, you know, who is supposed to, you know, you know, to 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 be complete. Basically, I I have this idea. Okay, this is how my girl gonna look like, you know. Uh-huh. And after that, when the doctor came in, another doctor came in, and he said that, um, I'm sorry, but um, yeah, but she's without. An arm, the the arm just stopped growing. He said that. So this was at six months. 
this was at a six months detail scan, mm-hmm. and then after that, I he so he told me that okay, I'm gonna give to you give to you this report and just meet your gynae on the third floor. So I did that. I was already crying. I was mm-hmm. really really wailing. I would say. And my husband says, you know, you, you, I mean, he also like, we are so lost, yeah, yeah. confused and lost. Like, yeah. what is going on, you know? Yeah. And then when I get into my gynae, because my gynae will then advise me, right? Mm-hmm. She's an amazing gynae. She's not of the same religion as me. And mm-hmm. the minute she saw the, rep- the report, she told me that, you know, um, God chose you to have her. Mm-hmm. She said wow. that. And... I just, I was blank. I don't know what to think. Mm. She said that you, this is not genetic. This is not hereditary. Mm-hmm. This is not something that you didn't eat an extra vitamin or you, yeah. or something that you didn't do during the pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It's just God chose you to be her parent. Mm. And I like how your gynae put everything out of the way because... I know a lot of yeah. parents and mums especially they'll start blaming themselves. Is it because I didn't take this? Is it because I didn't do that? Yes. Right? So, so she, she was making clear yeah. to me of what's going on. Mm-hmm. And then, but then after that, I mean, she's a doctor so she have to go through it to me and then she said this to me. She said that, I'm going to give you one week. It was on a Monday and then she told me by this Friday, less than a week, by this Friday, it's actually illegal to abort Mm. in Singapore to terminate the pregnancy is already illegal because she's really big right yeah. she's everything is all okay and it's, she's quite huge yeah. to, to and it's illegal mm. to, to be in, I didn't know there's such thing so then I realised then and then she said I'm going to give you this five days by Friday I'm going to check on you mm-hmm. if you are making that decision to terminate the pregnancy um, you know what because because she knows that, you know, we are so-called in the public eye, a celebrity mm. couple. So, and then she told me that, you know, she's just going to make it as private as possible. Um, nobody going to know about this, you know, mm-hmm. if, if I decided to, to do that. As a new mom or as a seasoned mom, preparing for motherhood is such a beautiful thing. However, sometimes when it comes to planning for your child's financial needs, it can be pretty stressful. The thing is, it may not be a stressful situation if you plan and take action early. At MFA Group, they offer a wide suite of bundle plans catered to your needs and your child's needs, from a savings plans for your child's education to personal accident plans that cover illnesses such as dengue fever, hand, foot and mouth disease, and any injury that kids are prone to, and even protection for expecting moms. So, to make sure that you and your family are better protected, don't wait any further schedule a free session with the mfa group team at www.mfag.sg backslash home or visit the social media platforms at mfagsg at that point of time we were so lost and confused i would say um i started asking questions like i asked her you know i said that um financially is she going to be a burden to us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the future? And then um, she, the, she only said that, you know, she's everything else is perfect. Everything else, um, you know, her heart, her liver, whatever. It's all her, her brain. It's, it's all perfect. Mm. It's just that it's all the physical part. Mm-hmm. She's just missing one arm. 
she will just go to a normal school. And that was the point when, um, you know, when you are so confused and you are really, you don't know what to expect. And you were thinking that, you know, shall we just, you know, terminate it? You know, I, I can't bear it, mm, you know, mm. and I don't know what to do. I, I'm so confused. I'm like, oh, she, the, the first thing that came to my mind at that point of time was, um, how is she going to, just a simple thing, like lift up her hand to make a doa. It's mm-hmm. like, we need two hands, right? To make a doa. A simple thing, like, um, is she going to get married? You know, I, I went I know. to to I that imagine. extent. Yeah, I course. imagine a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, how is she going to, uh, for example, clean up, clean herself up? Mm-hmm. It's tinja, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's this kind of thing that, you know, it really um, flashes everything through. Just, yeah, yeah it's like everything. It's like a small, small little thing how she's going to um, look good in her Raya costume. You know, it's like mm. in that mm. moment, it's so weird. You know, you have all these kind of thoughts. But then I... Who, who do you consult after that? You tell your parents? How do you break I, the news to... I... Uh, we had a long drive back and then, um, you know, we both of us were just, you know... Um, we uh, when we, we when we speak to our parents, we said that you know this is what's happening. Mm. My mother-in-law at that time she was in uh, Mecca. Mm. She was doing her umrah, and she said that. Um, she said practically she said this to me. She said, "Ko jangan buang anak tu." She said, "Ko jangan don't don't terminate the pregnancy mm-hmm. because this girl is special. Mm-hmm. She will bring lots of rezeki to you." She mm. said that to me. My mother. Um, I went back home and then I hugged her. I said that I am lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she, she, I think being a mother, um, they are always um, try to make uh, you positive. Yeah. And then, you know, because I think their faith or their faith is so strong. And then she can actually tell me that mungkin tangan dia terselit. You know, mm-hmm. probably it was... You know, she was hidden. doing this. Mm. Yeah, it was hidden. Or probably, you know, or the CT scan, you know, or it will grow later, you know. Mm. She she put that hope to, to me. Yeah. And and I I said that, you know, she said that it's inside the tummy. Mm. You know, when we we don't we, we don't know what's gonna happen. Probably the the hand will grow later. And that's what I think um my parents uh did try to like keep it keep my uh, you know your hopes are, yeah, yeah my hopes for it but um, it was tough for me mm-hmm. because I think I'm left with about three months to go yeah. and every night I was crying mm. and I told myself that I have lots at that point of time I didn't wear any hijab mm. I was still dressed up um, sexily happily mm. with short skirts with tube with sleeveless and all that and then I told myself that you know I told my husband I said that I'm gonna um, do solat but every night mm. I said that if my daughter is really gonna be born without a hand mm-hmm. what's there for me to show you mm-hmm. know I have that um, I said that What's there for me to show to the world? My hand, mm. uh, my my short skirt. No, mm. I'm gonna cover up. I said mm. that I'm gonna cover up. And then, um, like I said, I was crying. You know, every um, checkup that I went, baby checkup. After that, I 
keep on crying until my granny said, "Mummy, don't cry. Just love me." You know, mm-hmm. and then um, I I still can't. You know, I still need someone to um, follow me to go and see um, her mm-hmm. in my tummy, check up, see whether she's fine and all that. And then um, I think my parents and my mother-in-law they couldn't bear to see. Um, I, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to st- spend time with Mika. I refuse to meet with friends. Mm-hmm. I I just want to do. I just want to relax and you know, just. Maybe submit myself. Mm-hmm. I've thought that you know, um, this is probably a sign. You know, um, that maybe because all this while when I got married, you know, and then I have Mika, I could feel that my life has been great. In mm. I, I am one of the blessed one. I have great in laws. I have a grand wedding. Mm-hmm. I have a perfect husband, almost perfect to me, and. And this thing, like probably, I keep on blaming myself. I, um, I did a lot of reflections. I told myself that, um, what did I do wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. And I start questioning on a lot of things. I said that, um, uh, Ya Allah, why me? Ya Allah, why us? Mm. Why um kita tak um curi di orang, you know? We mm-hmm. don't. Uh, we don't do things that involving, you know, that kind of question. Like we don't do things that involving stealing, or we, we you don't hurt people. We don't hurt people, you know. Mm. And why? Why you choose it's us? Like, it's like you're being punished. Yeah, mm. it's like you know, is this like a bala or mm. you know, you come to a point that, ya Allah, this is ujian azab or what is this? Mm. You know, what what did, where did I go wrong? Yes, probably you know we have been. Um, we were lost, you know. Maybe during the first five years of our marriage, we were sidetracked and we were just so busy with the worldly, and we we forgot, you know. Mm-hmm. We forgot how, um, and probably this is the way that Allah wanted to show us the signs that you know I need to get back on. I need to get the two of you to be back on track. Mm. You know, it's like maybe it's that you know, and. I started, like I said, I started to question, you know, why us? Why me? Other people who are doing more, they are living life happily and more liberally than us, but they have a perfectly fine family, you know? Anak-anak dorang semua sehat and all that. Why why me? So, and then, um, I, I that was the question that I always, um, you know, asking myself, asking. I was so lost. And then I told my parents, I said that you know what, uh, my 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 parents, my father, he, she said that I, let's go to Mecca. He said that because you know there was this saying that if you go to Mecca, whatever you do are there, mm-hmm. they probably give you. Mm-hmm. They will. I mean, Allah will grant you, mm-hmm. or they will. Uh, Allah will grant you late, or Allah will substitute you right yep. with something better. Mm-hmm. So why not we make a trip to Mecca? So it was just me, my mother-in-law, because my mother had to take care of Mika. Yeah, me, my mother-in-law, and my father. Yeah, and, and I when was, was this. This was I was very heavily pregnant. It was January twenty eleven. Mm. 
I was already ready to give birth. I think I was ready. But uh, normally they don't allow you to. Yes. So, so, what so Do you conceal it really well. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. During that period, during that January 2011, it was the period that uh, the visa for Southeast Asia was closed. Uh-huh. Mm. And I think uh, nobody um, in Southeast Asia get the visa to go. And you know, I'm due and all that. And uh, I told my granny, I said that, you know, I need to, I need to have some peace. I said that, you know, I can't go on like this. You know, I have about two more months, mm-hmm. less than uh, less than two more months to go. And I said, can you please write a letter? And um, oh. so I had all the report mm. and all that. And then I am, at that time, I am quite lucky because uh, my father... Uh, he has a connection with the ambassador of mm-hmm. the Saudi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he brought everything. And he said that this is my daughter. And with the, with the scan and all that. Wow, and everything. Said that everything. Mm-hmm. And said that, um, can you grant us a visa? A visa ziara for us to go to Umrah. She's due soon. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she just need, she just need that, you know. Mm-hmm. Just to go and, just to go and find peace. <laughs> I think that's the right word. Mm-hmm. Just to find peace for yeah. myself. You know, because, you know, I start asking this kind of question and all that. Yeah. So, this was, um, there was only about five of us, uh, me, my mother-in-law and two of my aunties. Uh-huh. They, came on, they came on, but they were granted the visa and we, we came. And, um, mashallah, when you were there, uh, we went to Medina first. And because it's quite empty, there's only Saudi and, uh, you wow. know, yeah. Like I luxury, am so, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> Here I am, very big, huge. Yeah. And um, I went to Medina and my mother-in-law was telling me, uh, okay, let's go to Rauda. And I can't believe I can recite the Quran almost like end up like repeating Bakara, repeating and sit at the... It's tough, you know. Yeah, wow. it's because, because Rauda it's is usually very crowded. Yes, and then I get to, to really sit at the... It's a huge Tamarada. blessing. Yes, mm. it's, it's, it is a blessing. And they actually opened up the place where Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam um, did the, what do you call it? Uh? Uh, meetings. Mm. Like uh, the Ambin, you know? Yeah. yeah, so I get to sit there. I get to wow. really speak to, you know, I, I just get to pour everything that's what's in my mind and mm. what's in my heart and everything else. And it's really a blessing, you know. it's I find that, wow, that year was really... Very, very. Um, it's a good year for me. Alhamdulillah. And then the 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 other after that, when um, we did uh, um, Madina, right first, mm-hmm. everything was okay. I don't have any water retention. People say when you're pregnant, you go and then every time you have to take wudu because you were just like you know, you know, <laughs> fat. <laughs> and then you know that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it was just. Uh, you need to go to the toilet most of the time. But Alhamdulillah, I think Allah permudahkan at that point. It was easy for me. And then I made my way to Mecca. So, I heard stories. A lot of stories. I'm sure you heard a lot of stories. Was, this your, stories. was this your first time? Yes. Oh, okay. It was my first time. So, I've heard stories. They said that, you know, Apa you cakap Like whatever you say Or ni Even you don't say it You know Whatever you say Like okay These birds are, are In your are, heart Yeah <laughs> In your heart you know But the next thing It will happen to you You yes, heard stories yes. like this yes, right? Heard that. You heard stories like Oh my god The stairs are You know steeps And then they were just Jatuh the next moment You know So you heard 
miracle story. You heard this kind of story. Yeah. And I was in Ihram. I'm going to see Kaaba for the first time. I was in the bus. Everybody were like, Labaik Allahumma Labaik. And here I am. Feel like her. I mean, all of us are seen now, but I feel that, oh my God, I'm such a... No, um, I come to a point that I feel that layak ke aku nak tengok kat bar ni mm. you know aku ni layak ke like you I don't know it's the feeling of I'm gonna see kat bar for the first time mashaAllah and layak ke aku like you know and then I keep on rubbing my tummy I said that Ya Allah I don't want anything in this world I said that it's in the bus, you know. I'm mm. gonna see. I, I can uh, see the. You can approach the Majidil Haram, and then you can see. Yeah. You know the brightness and all that. I'm like, Ya Allah, I don't want anything in this world. I say I don't want anything. I just want that my baby girl to have a right hand mm-hmm. and cukup sifat. That's mm-hmm. all. I'm asking you. That's all. You know, my purpose here is for that. You know, I said that. I just don't want to ask. I didn't do all for anybody else. I just do all for this baby girl in my tummy. I want that so much. I want it to. I want her. I want her to be perfect so much, you know. And then, so we, after that, in the bus. So after that, we approach the hotel. So because we are in Ihram and we we are doing our first umrah, it was uh, almost past midnight. Mm-hmm. So I came down. Um, as I walk, my father was on my right. My mother-in-law was on my left. So we all like Mutawif is in front. So just because it's a small group, right? So we're just walking slowly. And they were all like, No, la baik Allah, la baik. And here I am, you know, I didn't see anything. I was just rubbing my tummy. I said, Ya Allah, Ya Allah, Ya Allah. You know, please, Ya Allah, I want this baby girl to have a right hand, Ya Allah. You know, please, you know, I, there's nothing in the world that I want. No, I don't want anything else. I just want her to have a right hand. You know, I keep on repeating that again and again in my heart. And then came a girl, a little girl. Maybe she's about three or four years old. She was wearing um, a very long black uh, jilbab, right? Mm-hmm. So she came. I was in the center. My mother-in-law was on the the left. My father was on my right. So she came from the right. Mm-hmm. The best part is she came right to me. She passed my father and she came right to me. And I know, I think she wants to ask for money, yeah. you know. And I turned to my mother-in-law and I said that, um, Mommy, do you have... Because I didn't bring anything, I said that, do you have some money I can pass to her? But the minute I turned back, you know, the minute I turned back, I saw her sticking out her right hand exactly like Musa, mm. Like a stump, mm. you know. And doing this to me, like a left mm. hand like that and right hand with a thumb like that. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was, oh my God. Ya Allah, I was already wailing. And I said that, you know, they have to stop. And then the girl just ran away because she, I was really shouting and wailing, you know. And I mean, I was in Ihram and I told, I told myself, I said that, Ya Allah, this is the first time that I could really feel that you are communicating with me. Mm. This is the first time there's billions of people here mm-hmm. in Tanah Haram and you are paying attention to me. Mm. You are, you know, you are listening to me, you know. Mm-hmm. There's so many people, Ya Allah. Why are you showing me this girl? 
I said, why? Why are you showing me this? It's exactly like how my baby girl is. That's described by the guy. There's a thumb and no right hand. Mm-hmm. And then I said, you are listening. I said, Ya Allah, you are listening to me, Ya Allah. You know that I wanted this so much, so badly. And uh, my ustad has, my ustad have to like, you know, calm me down. I said, say, okay, we are in ihram. She said that. You know, we have to do our umrah. And the first time I lit my eyes on the Kaaba, I'm like, I mean, is this a sign? You know, mm-hmm. I've been, you know, maybe all this while I was lalai. I would say I lost and this is it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I was, I couldn't control myself. I was crying and crying, crying because I think Allah knows how badly I wanted her to be born with right hand. Mm-hmm. Allah knows. And then I said, um, you know. And then I did my first umrah, and then I did sa'i. I tried to calm myself down. And then after that, right after I did my umrah, I was, I could feel the sense of calm. I would, I, I don't know. It's really magical. You could just feel the sense of peace in your heart, and I started saying that Ya Allah, Kalobanar, if it's true that this girl going to be born without a hand, then you know, can you please make her as beautiful as her akhlaq? I said that. Mm. Please, please make her beautiful as beautiful as her akhlaq. I said that. I said, you, you have showed me, you know, what is it going to be like, this girl that you sent to me. And I'm ready, Allah. I said that, you know, I, a sense of rida. Yeah. And I think it's to be there and to feel the calm and to feel the, you feel so magical and really you feel that, um, I think a lot of people feel that. Rida is something that you do normally um, just talk about it. Okay, you know, I rida. But what I felt was really a sense of, mm. I'm ready for this. Yeah. I'm ready for this. I don't want to ask. I stop asking, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I have stopped asking for her right hand anymore. I don't. I don't do all that anymore. Mm. Because I've been doing it in Madina and then before I did my Umrah and before this happened. So I said that I'm going to stop asking for her right hand. So I'm going to be ready and I'm going to be ready for this. Oh, no, found that story gives me goosebumps. Inshallah. <sighs> yeah. That's such a wow, powerful, powerful, powerful story. Um, but isn't it yes. interesting though that sometimes when you keep asking God for something that you thought you wanted yes. and then eventually it comes to a point where you realise, wait, that's not really what I needed. Yes. Mm. And yep. in return, He's giving you something even better. And that's why I think in the Quran Allah also says that sometimes we think we know what we want but actually it's not good for us and yes. sometimes we don't want something but actually it's good for us and I think mm. you have just made that verse come to life with your story yeah, <laughs> for everyone listening and still praying for something wanting something so badly but I mean, I mean you can share after this like, but I know from your sharing on social media and I've met your daughter as well in person that she's such a wonderful wonderful girl so smart so clever so kind uh, and um, yeah she's such a joy I mean I remember when I came to your house she was like the first to greet me and so bubbly and um, that's I, I believe that 
there are many blessings that have come out of this. Your reconnection with God. Yes. Your change, um, your husband, and and um, being more in touch with spirituality and um, and seeing the bright side of it all. I know that you started off asking God, why, why me? Yes, correct. But now you're probably saying, why me in a different tone? Like, why... Would you bless us with her, right? Yes. Not why do you curse us? And with in this? fact, now I I always say that you know, Alhamdulillah, that mm. you chose me. Mm. Alhamdulillah, wow. I said that this is. I don't ask that question anymore. Why me? I said Alhamdulillah that you chose me because, oh my God, Amazing. when you real though, yeah, when you real though, when you really real though, when you really accept, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's really different. Your life change. Yeah. You know, your rizki change. Mm. And a lot of things. Because, you know, maybe probably Allah say, I'm going to give you one um, ujian and you turn it into a hikmah. Mm-hmm. That's when Allah says, you know, wow, you passed the test. Almost passed the test. I mean, I'm not sure mm-hmm. yet. And it's still a journey, you know. But Alhamdulillah, I keep on saying, I just say that, thank you Allah, thank you for um, you know, blessing us with this amanah, you know, with this wonderful girl. Mm-hmm. She's, an, she's such an amazing girl and she changed our life. Yeah. yeah. So that's it. It's so beautiful. Yeah, wow. You know, when you were sharing that story, I could visualize it in my head, like every single moment, like the... The emotion, it felt so real. It felt so real. I was having really like goosebumps. I'm like, I can only imagine like what you had to go through. All those thoughts in your head. Yes. I was confused at that point before, you know, I went to Mecca. Yeah. And I, and after that, it's like, you know, I told my mom, I said that, you know, when I'm back from Mecca, Mm -hmm. I said that. No one is allowed to follow me. No need. I don't need anyone to follow me to see her, uh-huh. not to, to, to go through the scan. And I stopped crying. I just, you know, when the doctor, when the, my mom uh, says that, okay, she's ready, she's healthy, the head is down and all that, I've stopped crying. Wow. I said that. I am ready, you know. That to, is, to, that's huge. Yes, that's, yeah. that's the sense of, like I say, rido, you know. Yeah. Yep. Huge difference. So when I gave birth to her, mm-hmm. you know, the day on the 14th of April, 2011. I, it was a six hours labor. And I told myself, no, I didn't cry at all, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. You know, the minute that she's out, I just look at my husband and I told, uh, and asked him, um, so really the hand is not there? No, I said that. Mm-hmm. And then he said, yeah, he just smiled and said, yeah, it's not there. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay. And then when we were being pushed back, you know, me and her um, to the to the ward, mm-hmm. um, and my parents, my siblings are all waiting in the ward for us. And the minute they saw her, I, my parents were crying mm-hmm. and my in-laws were crying too. Because this is the first time, right? Such a small baby and just such a small stump, you know, seeing her. Well, she's so pretty and, you know, this Mm -hmm. is only a a small, she's missing one hand. And um, I did not cry. I was just smiling throughout. I was just chatting. I was just saying that I was just comparing, oh my God, this labor is like so much shorter than my my first one. The first one, how long was it? It was 13 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then um, so when 
um, I remembered that night for the first time and everyone left. Mm-hmm. It's only me, my husband and her. And and she um, was breastfeeding her. Yeah. You know? That was the first time, you know, she finally awake and then, you know, she wants milk and I was trying to breastfeed her. Yeah. And um, while I was breastfeeding, while I was breastfeeding her, she looked up at me and I just looked up. She looked down, you know. There's only three of us right in the room. And then I think she just pushed me away. Mm-hmm. It's like so strong with her right hand. Wow. She just pushed it away. Uh-huh. And I could like, I was really shocked. The word is really shocked. I just turned her and just faced her. And I was crying and crying and crying. And that night, I was really willing and looking at her. Yeah. And she was just looking and staring at me. Why? I think she was, must be wondering, why is, why is mommy, mommy so sad? <laughs> yeah. Why is my mommy so sad? Because I was crying because I was shocked that her right hand is mm-hmm. super strong. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect that. You know, because you really From don't know what baby. to expect. Yeah. For a little baby, you yeah. can actually push me away. <laughs> and like, you say, you say, you are telling me that you are done. And then you're okay, push mommy away, <laughs> you know. And I was crying. And then I was like shocked. I said that, oh my God, her right hand is pretty strong. It's just a thumb. It's not even, there's no finger. There's nothing. It just stops, stops at the elbow, right? Mm-hmm. So I was crying, crying. And then we talked about it. And then my husband said, can you promise me something? And then I said, yeah, what is it? He said that, can this be the last time, last time that you're going to cry in front of her? Mm. So that we're going to go through this. You know, we have already real ball. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a long, hard journey for us. Mm-hmm. But we are going to go through this. Right. And you cannot, this is going to be the last time that you're going to cry in front of her. So, yeah. And I said that, okay, I, I'll try it. I said that. And we, oh, from that day onwards, you know, um, Alhamdulillah, I mean, there are moments when I cry, but I just try to put up a brave front, especially front now that she's nine years old. Yeah. There are moments when, uh, like, I still look look at her and I really, like, oh my God, kasihan, you know, mm-hmm. the word is kasihan nyo, Moza. But, you know, I try not to show it mm-hmm. yeah i have to like um okay you know i just try to ignore certain things you know things like you no know, sometimes i see her struggle yeah um to do things yeah. i just leave it you know i'm just like okay i'm just going to turn away and like pretend that she got to settle that herself wow. you know i don't i don't think that's an easy thing to do as a mom it it it, it was harder uh-huh. at that time when she wanted to crawl and start walking. Oh. Mm. So that period was really tough mm-hmm. on all of us. My parents, my siblings. I mean, looking at her because um, missing an arm means you can't actually crawl. You are, basically you're crippled, right? You're just mm. like, you know, like, I don't yeah. know how, how do you say it, you know? You just use your three, you look like a three-legged, you're on three-legged, you know? Mm. Like, you, you have to do that. And every time, when the transition between crawling and standing up, yeah, she was um having a hard time because you know that that period she will like, you know, jato and mm. and when you jato right, you got your two hands to support and bring up your head. Yeah, so she will have bumps here every time oh. because she can't support her head. 
she will just like you know on one hand and then this time like boom like oh, that dear. you know yeah and she will have bumps on the head mm. and you know we we all got so worried and yeah. then we say that um we asked the doctor you know she's you know do we need do we need to put her on head gear or something because <laughs> this bump yeah. and it's still there you know because of she keep constant on trying falling. yeah constant falling and all that yeah, yeah. but the gynae the doctor was saying that it's okay Yeah. She is, it's all this is very strong she said that our skull is very strong she mm-hmm. did not fall from a high from a higher height yeah. so it's fine it's it's just that she's trying to you know how to walk and all that and, yeah. and it it's, it's it, it is a journey because when she was young she started to do things with her right leg uh-huh. and the left hand uh-huh. and until now she now she knows she would do just use her teeth her mouth you know but at that point of time i think she doesn't know how to use it it's like a discovery you know yes. and then you know she would just use she want to drive a car one left hand and then the other hand the other leg will be like mm, you oh, know it's so cute yeah <laughs> it, it is cute and this It, it's all it's a journey for yeah. us yeah. and she's like you know figuring her way out yes through life correct yeah right and, and what was it like you know for Moza growing up you know and it's great that I think from the onset you you and your family really work towards building the inner strength right yes, but you know at the same time you know especially when you are in the the public eye people know you and then going out you know how do you actually manage and deal with you know the the stares the comments from people and especially you know when the whole time during the pregnancy you you were keeping it a secret yes so i think um after we gave birth to her then um i spoke to the media about it mm-hmm. and i said you know i'm i have a, a child i have a daughter who's missing an arm and um no from the very beginning you know you know that that hospital night um we've really discussed we said that you know we're not going we are not going to hide her we are just going to let her be what she wants to be mm-hmm. we're going to expose her we're just going to expose her to the world there's no um nothing to be ashamed of mm-hmm. you know nothing um that going to stop her or doing anything that she likes if she wants to go to the public swimming pool she will just go to a public swimming pool and yeah. we are uh, at that point of time and until now we are still learning on how um to handle it but yeah. now it's a little bit better because she know how to speak right <laughs> <laughs> she will tell you yeah i'm do i have to do it things differently a little bit different from my friends Aww. but i'm okay that is so yeah. great like she wants to come here awareness. you know really yeah i told her i'm going to speak about you and then she said hey, can i come I said, oh you um, should have brought her <laughs> so, she's so amazing and cute I, uh, <laughs> so at that point of time it's all about telling her uh build her confidence uh-huh. build her inner strength yeah and she knows probably when she was younger up to about 7 years old she Uh, don't know what's going on with her. You yeah. know, she doesn't know how to answer. She probably just repeat after me. I said that okay. If people ask you, uh-huh. what's wrong with your hand? You just say that. You know, oh, my hand is in Jannah. Uh, people don't understand. <laughs> you say that my hand is in heaven, <laughs> and, and I'm born like this. So she nice. keep on repeating that until she was about seven years old. Wow. So when she was seven years old, uh-huh. it was a different struggle. She's entering primary one. Mm. And um, I'm glad that you know I put her in all girls school. Mm-hmm. 
but it came uh, not from the school. So the, the school um, did an amazing job. The school did a slides on her, play games. And, you know, is it okay to touch her hands? Is it okay to touch her little, uh, touch her little arm? Uh-huh. You know, is it painful for her? They, they played that games, you know, so that her classmates will like, understand her better. Nice. Yeah, that's very nice yeah. for her school to do that. It's amazing. But then it came when there was this one day. Um, her brother uh, was joining this track and field. Mm-hmm. It was a like an outside private um, track and field program. Yep. And she being seven, you know, everything that the brother is doing, also I also can do it. You know, <laughs> I want to do it. So she told me that um, can I join? Mm-hmm. And then I said, "You ready? Because this is not like school. This is like." Uh, you have boys, you have girls. You have you have more boys doing track and field than girls. You know, uh-huh. I said that. Then he said that it's okay. I said it's a new environment. You sure you're gonna be okay day in day out? You know, I said that. And then she said that I'll try. So um, you know, during she was seven years old, and I start to realize that she is probably discovering more things about herself. Mm-hmm. She probably think that hey. I am different, you know. Seven years old is that crucial period that she's aware. She's more aware of her surrounding, right? Yeah. And then, um, so she came up. She was she she's new, right? She she uh she wanted to introduce herself, mm-hmm. and then I was there, but I was just like behind her, and then I remember she put out her her right hand, uh-huh. and he wanted she wanted to say, "Hey, I'm Moza," and then the group of girls mm-hmm. and boys were just going like. Ew. Oh, Ew. What's that? I think she... Because before this, I think she is just in her comfortable zone yeah. and she doesn't realize it's all fun and she's not aware of her surrounding. But at that moment, yeah. she was just... She cried and ran back to me. And she... It's not like a meltdown or something, but she was just wailing and crying and crying on top of us and it's like shouting, you know. She's... And she's, she keep on saying that, why is it that I'm born this way? Why is it that I'm born this way? Why is it I don't have hand? Mm. They say you to me that I like, like, like I'm disgusting. You know, she said that. And she, she's, wow. she's only seven. Wow. And then I, at that point of time, I'm so lost, you know, because it has been seven years. Mm-hmm. And I thought that, okay, seven years, she's going to be all right, you know. And everything else just flashes through my mind again oh my god I'm like oh my god and I started crying too mm-hmm. and some other parents were like you know you we cannot we have to like bring her out and you know talk to her about this and all that Yeah. and then I was because I was just I need to calm myself down and I said that I need to handle this mm-hmm. you know how, how do I tackle this I can't be crying and then you know another crying baby and yeah. like how, how talk do you support to her, her like that yeah right? you know I, I can't do that and then I said that, you know, I was crying and then I cut myself down. I said that, Moza, um, you knew you were born different, right? I said that you, I said, um, maybe probably last time I said that, you know, oh, your hand is in uh, Jannah, your hand is in heaven. You know, yeah. maybe that one, he, she will find it like, oh, uh, you know, this is something that she can't picture it, right? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. at that age, at yeah. seven. So now I just have to, um, how do I say it? Yeah. How do I tell her? That she is different, and why Allah created her like that. Mm-hmm. So I came out, 
with something like um you know you know you watch baby boss right boss baby <laughs> yes. boss baby boss baby yes. yeah. <laughs> you know those babies that were like created that one thing and they are all the same right they have two hands they have two legs they have you know probably different hair color and all that yeah yeah but do you know that when Allah wanted to create you Allah pays attention to you because Allah says okay this girl I'm just going to you know I'm just I, I, I make it up now you know yeah. <laughs> I'm just uh, you know Allah says that okay this girl okay let's let's just create her with a right hand mm-hmm. that means Allah pays attention to you do you know that and then you know the minute you say that and then you like she feels that wow you know oh I I'm wasn't really cre- special yeah I'm really special <laughs> which means I wasn't born like everybody else I yeah. see then she 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 I could see that she's calm and she understands wow. and then she said that oh Allah pays attention to me I said yeah so from now on anything that you want to do'a that means Allah pays special attention to you why don't you do'a for abang <laughs> <laughs> you know I'll try to make it wow. you know can you please do'a for mommy because you're special you know yeah. and then she will and then she will just laugh and then you know that's that's how you know that's how I try to tackle her. I really her. love how you kind of like turn it around to something that's empowering and positive for her to see. Yeah. Because I'm sure it's not easy, you know, as a mom going through seeing your daughter going through like a meltdown. Yeah. Figuring out like, you know, how exactly do I approach this and explain to Correct. her. Yeah. yeah. I can't go on and, you know, cry together with her, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, I cried. But, you know, at some point I need to think. Like you know how to then yes, you know? <laughs> how how to engage her I yeah. cannot be saying the same thing seven years ago oh your hand is in Janna you know yeah. later when you die you know this kind of thing she's like I can't absorb she can't mommy. register yes, that yes, you know, yes, yeah. Yeah. probably to try something different yeah something different yeah. and then she said that wow yeah Allah make me different mommy see yeah you see you got curly hair you missing one arm you know and then uh, she She's so much better now. Mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. But there are times when I ask her, to, you know, talk to me about anything. Um, don't um, do you call it suppress your feeling? Yeah. Yeah. You don't suppress your feeling yeah. if you. So sometimes, you know, after school, we just ask her. So how's um, now you are in P three? Mm-hmm. How is it like? You know, do you still get stares mm-hmm. in school? And then she say, Yeah, the P one staring at me, but I'm fine. Sometimes <laughs> I would just roll my eyes. I say, Okay, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. <laughs> I say, Yeah, but you know, sometimes they they want to touch my hand, and then I say, Do you are you okay with that? Because they find it different, right? Mm-hmm. They, they are just curious. I yes. don't blame kids. Yeah, you know, for point thing out and say oh my god that girl got no hand I, I I don't blame them but it's just that you know as a parent I think it's 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 good that you you have to tell or you know you have to um inform them that yeah. you know every child is different yes. yeah and then sometimes when we go out and then we met someone who is like probably a bit autistic or down mm-hmm. syndrome I have to explain to her and then I told her you're not the only one special here look you know yeah. and their struggle is it's more yeah you know they they they're all different. They, yeah they're all different their struggles are are different I, I told her so you must be bersyukur, you know. Yeah. And I, I sometimes I, I, I have friends, um, you know, I have, um, when we go out, we saw someone with a leg. Mm-hmm. And then I said that, you know, you only have missing one arm. You look at that person missing a leg. You can't even run. Look at you. You are okay, you know. I have, I have to, um, you know, like some something like instill that 
in her. Just kind of like you know? reassure her. Yeah, reassure her. you got her. this, you got this, it's okay. Yes, it's, um, I mean, there are times when she said that, no, I have to do things, um, I need more time. Mm. That's the only, that's that's the concern now. Mm. She always tell me that, mommy, you know, I, um, like monkey bar, you know, I have, I, I, my friends are all doing monkey bar. And sometimes she will go back with all the blisters in one hand. Mm. And then I said that, you know, as much as I want to tell her that, you cannot do that. You know, you have only one hand how to write after that. <laughs> but you know, I just have to like, you know, readjust yeah. my language with her. Yeah. I have to like tell her, um, do you like doing it? But you know, it costs blister on your hand and you can't write and all that. And then yeah. she said, yeah, but it's fun, mommy. <laughs> okay. And then, um, things like that. And then she said that, oh, I can't do a certain things, but I'll do it differently. Mm. She do that. I like her resourcefulness and creativity (laughs) and like figuring things out. Like, you know, she can't do this, but it's okay. She'll just like find another way to make it work. Yes. It's it's amazing. You know, and and, you know, for yourself, like what do you feel are like the greatest lessons you learn from your daughter, Moza? There's so many things like, um, um, I mean, I get the strength from her most of the time when I... Uh, facing up with problems or mm-hmm. struggles and yeah. all that. Um, I just look at her, you know, simple things like um, looking at her, trying to tie up her shoelaces, using her teeth to just grip it and tie it in one hand, mm-hmm. looking at her, you know, simple things like opening a sweet wrapper or a snack, you know. She yeah. would just, you know, you know, I can do it. Oh no, just give it to me. I'll mm-hmm. do it my way. Yeah. You know? So those kinds of those kind of little things, um, that I say that, oh my god, you know, this is uh, she's such a joy to look at, you know. Mm-hmm. Although she do things differently and sometimes like, you know, when she she likes to do rock climbing or yeah. gymnast and you you know your heart is like, <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> She's only one hand and then she's trying to like go up there yeah. and do it, you know. And for me, I just have to like, you know, okay, I need to be strong for her. <laughs> you know, if I say that I'm weak yeah. and, you know, she's like trying her best to do things. And if I stop her, then that's, you know, that's what's what going to happen to her, you know, that, mm-hmm. that kind of qualities that yeah. um, I'm trying to instill that I have been building for the past nine years. Yeah. And then, uh, I said that, Moza, the word can't. Uh, can never be in your dictionary. Mm. I say, I can do it, but I'll do it differently. And that's what she's been telling me. I can do it, mom, but I'll do it if- I differently. Love I love that. Yeah. Such a powerful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Inshallah. Wow. And, you know, like, your daughter is so inspiring and everything. And I'm sure, you know, when listeners, they hear this, um, you know, for parents who are probably going through something similar, yeah. maybe this, or, you know, they have the kids who have, like, Down syndrome, right? Yes. Um, um, so whatever it may be, what would your advice be for those, you know, parents and families who are going through something similar like this? I would just, uh, I don't know whether I'm in a position to to advise them or, but um, I always believe that, you know, um, when Allah put you something, mm-hmm. Allah, Allah gives you something in, in any kind of situation because Allah knows that you are strong. Yeah. You know, he, he he has his reason. He has, um, he got a secret, you know, that we don't know. Mm-hmm. We never know, 
you know. And something that, um, like I say um, in the first part, you know, something like ujian or you feel that it's a bala or you feel that it's an azab. Mm-hmm. But it's actually, it can be turned into a hikmah. Mm. Yeah, so never question like I did. I mean, question Allah, why me? But you know, you should just um, riba. Mm-hmm. I think that's 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 the only thing that I can, um, you know, relate to when I say that. You know, if Allah gives you ujian mm-hmm. or Allah gives you a, um, um, you know, if you know that you know your kids is like that and all that, then this is an amanah yeah. to me. And it is our duty. Mm-hmm. And Allah Allah didn't give amanah to just anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, He gives, like, I, I mean, I read it somewhere that Allah gives, um, you know, the trials or tribulations to His strongest soldiers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just um, be grateful. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Let's work together. Take it one day at a time, and we are all still trying. Everyone else is also trying in any other way. So and and know that you are not alone. Beautiful, beautiful piece of advice. Wow. <laughs> and you know, one last question I would like to ask you: Have you ever thought, you know, like what your life would have probably, you know, turned out to be if this never happened? Oh wow. <laughs> How do you think it would have been different? I think a lot of different. Probably I would, at this point, um, I would just be engrossed, too engrossed mm-hmm. with uh, Whitley. Mm-hmm. And um, probably um, because um, I feel that, you know, all these years I have been blessed with a good life. Alhamdulillah. Yeah. And, you know, maybe, um, like I say, Mukin. Kita tersasar. We went out of lane, mm. and you know, probably it will be very, very much different from now. Yeah, from now, um, I feel that my iman or my faith it's very strong. Alhamdulillah. Because you know my connection with Allah, I've I've got that. You know, the for me, I'm lucky. Uh, Barry, the age of twenty, before thirty, I've really you know Allah communicates with me, Allah listens to me, and mm-hmm. I get that. You know, yeah. I'm not a lost soul anymore. I know, um, the purpose. It's like finding myself. You found your calling. Yes, I found my calling, and I, and I found myself again. Like mm, oh, beautiful. Wow, like you know, this is it. Yeah, this is like you know, this is like strengthen my faith. That strengthen your oh, okay. Whatever happens in life now, I'm just gonna take it easy. I'm just gonna go back to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you. You know so much, Nofasari. You know, like I truly, truly enjoy. You know this episode, this time with you, and the story that you share. Thank you. It's so inspiring, and you know I, I'm sure that it will inspire many people out there as well. There are many learning points, you know, for people to take away from this episode. Right? So thank you so much for being here with us today. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I just want to, I just want to add, I I, I read this somewhere, um, you know, in every situation, you know, I, I know that you always ask for things that, you know, okay, I have a problem. Ya Allah, yeah. I want this problem to be easy and all that. You know, yes. I saw this phrase somewhere and it says that, you know, Ya Allah, if you can't make the mountain smaller, uh-huh. please give me a stronger back. 
Wow. I think that's very important. That's If powerful. you can't make the, yeah. the problem small, please give me a stronger back to to go through this. Yes. That's all. It's it's beyond my control, right? Yeah, so, it makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, so give me a stronger back. Yeah. yeah that's, Thank you. That's what I wanted to share. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much for that last piece of advice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what, before we actually like officially end it, you know, with all our guests, we have a fire round question. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> like, so we have like, you know, five questions for you. The okay. first thing that comes to your mind, just okay. shoot, you know, one word or a couple of sentences. Okay? <laughs> Are you okay. ready? Yeah. <laughs> I hope so. Okay, okay. So, question number one: What is the one thing you have always wanted to do? Uh, <laughs> bungee jump. Bungee jump. But no, I, I I don't think I can anymore. <laughs> Many people say that they probably their heart cannot take it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, because uh, probably when I was younger, I don't have kids. Uh-huh. You know, you don't have commitments. Oh, then okay. you you will do it. Like whatever, But, like yeah. So now, like you want to bungee jump? Like no, no, no. That's no, a bad no, idea. No, I have cannot three. Yolo, uh. cannot <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cannot. Cannot. <laughs> Okay, makes so. sense, makes sense. Okay. Second question. What advice do you get that was the most rewarding for you? Um, I think the best advice is knows that Allah knows what's in your heart even before you be able to speak to Him about it. Wow. A classic example of what happened to me, right? Yes. That's the best advice. I don't even need to speak or say it out loud mm-hmm. that, you know, Allah, I want this. But He knows what's in my yes, heart. Yes, He knows. He yes. knew. Yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, question number three. What is your best childhood memory? Um, I think best childhood memory is to play masak-masak at a playground. Oh. <laughs> at my grandma, my nice. Arua grandma's place. Nice. Yeah, Those typical really masak-masak with sand. Yes. Yeah, you know. I feel you. Yes. I've been there before. <laughs> You know, like as little kids, our imagine, uh, imaginary would like you know, im- what do you say? The imaginary part would like run wild, yeah. and you'll just, you'll just be so creative. Correct. Yeah, yeah. with the sand, right? Yes, you can make a po out of it. Yeah, po <laughs> lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, nice one. <laughs> Question number four: If you had access to a time machine, where and when would you go? When and where? Yeah. Mm, if I have. Uh, time machine um, going to the future is um, you know because every night um, at this point mm-hmm. I always doa that Ya Allah panjangkan umur because I want to see Moza mm. to, you know until probably the end of my time or I want to get married I want her to see so probably I will just fast forward everything and you know <laughs> let's see whether how how is 18 years old Moza or how is she gonna get married old, yeah What do you think doing? that yeah <laughs> that <is nice. laughs> okay and the last question who is your favorite cartoon character and why favorite cartoon yeah mm, I don't remember having any favorite cartoon <laughs> but probably because during um um During that time when Moza was much younger, mm-hmm. I, um, you know, Finding Nemo. Oh my with god! This one I love that. Too. I love so I make Moza watch it every Aww. day. I say that you are special as that Nemo. Yes, just like yes. Nemo. Yes, see, she can he can swim, right? Yeah. I say yes, special as you. They say oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Thank you so much, Farsari. So that concludes the end of our fire round segment. Thank you segment. so much. <laughs> thank you. And you know, thank you so much to. 
our dear listeners as well. Thank you so much for listening all the way through. We hope that gave you insights on your journey of introspection. We'd love to hear what you think about it. So drop us a DM on our Instagram, the Good Life underscore podcast, so that we can see what you're learning and what you're sharing. And you know, we can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. And in the meantime, be bold, be beautiful, and stay the amazing you that you are. Take care, everyone.